You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right. Happy Friday, everybody. I don't know. Hey, guys. I don't know if this is going to drop on a Friday, but it's Friday (laughs) for us, and that's all we care about right now. So, (laughs) pretty much so, right? Exactly. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's been one of those weeks, you know? Like, I'm just happy to unplug and Mm -hmm. weekend all weekend. Good for you. Yeah, Yeah, this is, I think the last two weekends have been work filled so this one oh no get i'm getting everything out man. yeah nothing nothing happening this weekend but fun so good, good. How's everything else going with you guys good it's good i saw a, a pretty terrible uh show last night <laughs> oh I, no what's that yeah. well i mean i wouldn't say terrible we had a good time we went to go see the world premiere before broadway of pretty woman the musical here in Chicago. Oh, I'm surprised it wasn't oh, I good. Didn't know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I have thoughts. I have thoughts about it. <laughs> and I was interested in seeing it. It's um like I say, we had a good time, but it was um the songs were pretty terrible. Oh, really? I'm assuming the songs are not are they completely new? I, yeah. No, like, yeah, they the, don't because it's a mute. They're yeah. not like there singing, no songs they're not singing the soundtrack. They're not singing like yeah. <laughs> must have been love, but it's over now. Like, oh yeah. That so that that soundtrack of the movie is one of those songs I will my mom would like clean the house with that soundtrack on repeat. Like that I grew oh, up really? on that soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. My my mom was Journey's greatest hits. <laughs> See, I, I would take that as an improvement over the pretty woman soundtrack. So <laughs> Oh, that's, that's too bad. Great. It was no Romy and Michelle. It was not no, actually. Actually, it was it was very um, on par with Romy and Michelle. In that we had a good time at Romy and Michelle. It was in no way ready for Broadway, and it's ev- as evidenced by the fact that it's not on Broadway. Not do- not Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> except this oh, one. Wow. Except this one actually has like dates for Broadway, like in a few months. Like they're so. They've got some work to do, but anyway, this is, is not it the a first time. Podcast, first time, so. is it the first time they're doing this? Yeah, of that sh- of that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's the way it goes. Like you have an out of town, mm-hmm. you work out the kinks, but they've got a lot to work. Yeah. I mean, they literally have. Yeah. The songs are a problem. Oh boy. So anyway, oh boy. got it. Yeah. That was. But that's didn't... the that is the one movie for me where I know every single line, every single yeah. line. Oh really? <laughs> they did. They did most that's of the great. hits. They didn't do the uh, fifty bucks, Grandpa, for seventy five. The wife can watch. Though, right? <laughs> Dang! I was hoping for that. Yeah, <laughs> hoping for that, but they did not come. But anyway, you did not come here today to listen to our podcast. No, about it's true. Hear about Broadway. So we're going to move on. We're going to talk about design, and we're going to talk about a hot topic. In uh, ooh, it's very hot. Yeah, not so the retail hot. store that sells. Uh, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas gear. No, we're talking about the hot topic of plagiarism in design. But before we get there, we're going to talk a little Skillshare, mm-hmm. which kind of rhymes. So, no, uh, no plagiarism going on over there. Exactly. <laughs> no, but Skillshare is amazing. Um, I've learned so much from them. I think the three of us can safely say we've picked up some skills over at the Skillshare. So um, basically what it is, whenever you're trying to learn something new, which I hope we all are, that's the only way to really, you know, succeed as a designer. You can't just stop learning because you're done with school. So um, something, a, a new kind of thing breaks out. You need to learn a new social media technique yeah. or whatever. Like they have everything. They literally have um, their online learning platform with over 18,000 classes in graphic design, logo design, illustration, and more. So they've got it mm-hmm. all. You can take classes in Photoshop, animation, typography, um, anything that you need to further your skill set as a designer and as a creative business person. So um, they've got all those cool classes in. So just looking right now under the freelance section. So they've, they've got this all broken out into sections. So you've got design, you've That's got photography, smart. all that stuff. Um, so under freelance, there's one called survive your dry spell 
1,000 Freelance Secrets. It's a lot of secrets in one video series. So That's pretty um, good. Yeah. And there's another cool one called How to Communicate with Clients, Building Relationships That Last. So, And this is just like a couple of them. Yeah. There's so many in this category. Um, yeah, but- I just I watched a really great one on restaurant branding as well, which I was really surprised to find that it was there. Um, yeah. Which was – it's so cool. I, I, there's always something – whatever it is that you're looking for, I, I have a feeling you're going to find something there because it's – they've definitely expanded their library. You yeah, know? they've got everything. So, um, you know, I've used it. You guys have used it. So many people have used it and learned great skills. So join the millions of students that are already learning on Skillshare today with – we've worked out a special offer just for our listeners. You can mm-hmm. get two months of Skillshare for just $0.99. Cents. That is under $5. In fact, that's under one dollar. It's a, how do you think about <laughs> it? Last last time I checked, ninety nine cents. You go to Skillshare yeah. for, for math, math, math skills. So that, that's right. Skillshare is offering our listeners two months of unlimited access to over eighteen thousand classes for just ninety nine cents. So to sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash graphic. <laughs> All right. Three three times the charm. So (laughs) on to plagiarism. So this is one of those topics that, um, you know, we're living in an era right now with social media where everything you publish online is kind of available. So that's why there's so many articles that come out about, you know, this. this, And searchable. Searchable is like the the keyword. Which is good and bad. It allows us to kind of do our due diligence, but it also can unearth all these things yep. that um, were previously unavailable to us. So, um, but yeah, so basically every day there's like a new article about a new uh, corporate rebrand or some big mm-hmm. logo that where they're basically accusing them of ripping somebody's work off. So, um, yeah. and it's hard because, you know, it's one of those things that how many ideas are out there? How many unique ideas are really yeah. out there? We always hear that that there's nothing new, right? It's just a new combination of things. Yeah, and it's kind of true. It's kind of true because also too, we won't. We don't want to go past that certain line of like when design doesn't really work or communicate. So we're playing in a pretty small field when you think about what is doable and what's not. And so yeah. of course there's gonna it's gonna be reminiscent of something else out there. Everything is. I mean. Yeah. The font you chose for the last project you work on probably came from some inspiration too, right? Yeah. yeah. And it came from the font you know? designer in some crazy scheme yeah. to make yeah. money. They actually, right. they actually right. produced more than one of them. So, right. Which is which is quite – I'm glad we brought that up too because I, I, I found a great topic we can talk when we get into it. But about fonts being – kind of being used in a way where they shouldn't be uh, and then mm. the plagiarism of that. So it's it's interesting. that Right. We're, we're pulling it from somebody else's design. It, it yeah. stemmed from something original, so it's it's such a good topic. I'm glad we're talking about it in in a full episode. You know, sure. yeah, giving it room to breathe. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. it's one of those things that we're always um, looking for inspiration as designers. Like I don't exactly. ever start a project without going and just pulling a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different places just to kind of yeah. get my my brain going. Um, sure, mm-hmm. and that's normal. But how far that's encouraged far? in school. That's totally. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But w- w- like you said earlier, now is different. So maybe we have to shift how we get inspiration because it is so apparent. Like we can we can do it at the drop of a dime anywhere on our phones, and we can look up inspiration. We can find things that are almost so in line with what we're doing that we're almost almost by nature you you kind of copy in a way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I think that's why we're talking about it. It's happening more and more, but it's also because of the the availability and the searchability of all this content. Yeah. So let's go ahead right, and like, right. this more. yeah. So let's talk about an, one recent example. Yeah. Um, Nick, before behind the scenes, he he shared a link with us um, of just yeah. a really great example of this. Um, one that we um, will reserve our judgment. We'll tell you guys in a minute what we think. Mm-hmm. But um, so basically, it's a series of Han Solo movie posters that came out from Disney. Yeah. And um, yeah, Nick, you you read more of that article. Do you want to kind of give the background yeah, on that story? And I, I even saw. I remember even seeing them come out, and I think somebody posted them online. And of course, they're this beautiful retro kind of aged and distressed background with huge typography and 
the picture is kind of masked in the photography, uh, the the uh, the uh, typography. Yeah. And um, they came out, and then one day later, somebody was like, "Hmm, look a lot like these jazz collection uh, album art from Sony, which is a very and and uh, you know close competitor of them." And all of a sudden, people kind of started to talk about what's going on here. Now, we we were sharing an image that showed maybe just one version of the Han Solo and one yeah. version, which if you look at one on one, you kind of go, "Okay, I could see some influence there." Yeah. But when I was, you look at I was the entire willing to give series, it to them. Just exactly. seeing the one, yeah. When, when you think of the when you see the entire series, they copied uh, uh, picture for picture, color palette, cropping, the illustration style, the textured of the distressed, you know, and and I'm sure most of our listeners have seen one or two of them. If not, just look up the Han Solo posters and you'll see how how incredibly uh, you they are a hundred percent inspired. There's no coincidence there. That yeah. can't be coincidence. Well, you know, why, I think that's where we draw the line. And you know why I definitely yeah. know it's not a coincidence is because they've that style they broke with such tradition, going with that different style. Yeah. Star Wars posters have always been by um, who's that? I'm oh look, yeah, the famous, the famous guy. Yeah, I know. I'll look him up or yeah. someone look him up. Yeah, but yeah, he like did all the movie posters, like you know, by painted them like in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, he did all of them, and then this is a distinct break in that yep and And i know what they're trying and they got to change and now they're under disney and the lucasfilm world was a much smaller pool of creatives that i think uh really are inspired by originality they've always been they've been copied right yeah for for many years and now to be under i think a bigger entity like disney the, the the chances of something like this happening are probably a lot more some designers caught it, did it, yeah. And the the biggest issue was not only was that it was released, but that Disney's legal didn't catch this. Like, yeah. how do, then? How do you how do you catch this? <laughs> oh, it's not Disney's a, lawyers are only right? worried about suing others. They're never worried about exactly. getting sued. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it only goes one way. But anyway, that that yeah. artist's name was Drew Struzan, who did all the. Um, mm-hmm. And side note, there was a really great Netflix documentary about him. I don't know if it's still on. Oh wow. It's not is it is that part of abstract or no no, no that's this something was different something else. yeah okay interesting yeah I, yeah and it, I, I it's I think it has a lot to do with the fact that you got artists that are probably um, working under pressure right and yeah. trying to get something need, out quickly need a quick, yeah the, they they put the you know when the when the Han Solo uh, premiere came I can't remember when they launched that teaser everybody freaked out so like days later. Here come these posters. So I wonder if it was just this quick push to get something out there and it wasn't caught that this was such a blatant copy. I can't yeah. imagine what they must be feeling at this point because how do you how do you answer that? Yeah. Well, you not know? that this makes any difference. It's still plagiarism is plagiarism. But are these um, the final like one sheets that are actually for theaters or is this kind of a I don't know. That's a good version. That's a good question. Or were they just digital only? Right. You're you're right. Yeah. Where. How did they release them? I don't know. I've, I think maybe yeah. they can't they can't go forward with them anymore, even if no. they've printed some. No. I can't imagine. I, I saw know? I saw a poster at my local theater that definitely was not that. Like it was definitely much. Was more, it just solo? Yeah. Or it the, could have just been a Star teaser. Yeah. Square. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's a big one. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, puts that the spotlight one's on fairly this. huge. Huh. That yeah, one, that one is yeah. almost big enough to be embarrassed for the industry as a whole. <laughs> Good, you're right. Kelly's uh, just getting out at this point. She's like, <laughs> "I've had enough." <laughs> and like another another well, example of this that we think is kind of um, a little more frivolous was is that the one? new Formula One logo that um, they basically mm-hmm. are accusing of being ripped off from a pantyhose box. <laughs> Because or, yeah, yeah, which the is compre- uh, compression? What is this? Like spanks or something? Oh yeah, or they're no? like I think they're oh they're compression like um, stockings. Yeah, they're spanks to minimize swelling. Yeah, is that what spanks are, Mikhail? Yeah, yeah is it compression isn't that, stockings? Yeah, because those are those. It's a tech, oh, technology a, or tech wise way of saying spanks. That's a piece of apparel that I absolutely <laughs> wear daily. So the other <laughs> thing about this packaging that's really funny. It, you know how it's it's got the parent brand 3M up above, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I looked at this and just in seconds thought it was 
a can, a large pail of paint. It does not look feminine by any means. <laughs> yeah. This is so weird. I don't think weird. it's meant to well, be. This, it's more of a health, well, it's more branch, of a health they're thing. They're branching it's, out to a new market, Mikkel. They're going out oh, yeah, for is, real one crowd. This is, this is that athletic wear this, that you see on the courts and stuff. This is this And is also different. for circulation and stuff. Yeah. It's that compression stuff. So there's yeah, but, people that, oh uh, my if you're gosh. flying, and you, like you know, that kind of stuff. It's a paint brand. It's weird to me. It's so weird. It, you're right. I think it falls more under the 3M um, branding guidelines than anything else. Yeah. For for those of you who who have seen this, you know the F one comes out and it's this. It looks like a racetrack, uh, two parallel lines yeah. that have been bent, and then they added the one with two lines as, or one line at the end, and it's super italic and it's super stretched. And then yeah, so that comes out. It it becomes this like everyone's talking about the new Formula One logo, how beautiful it is and cool. But then they come out with this three uh, M one and say, hey, wait a minute, we have something very similar now. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this one's a complete coincidence. This this is not a copy. It's two lines that are bent. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's probably a ton of other undiscovered art that is very similar to this as well. I, I mean, I trademarked two you bent gr- lines years ago. They all owe me money. <laughs> so, you're so if saying anything, you, you are the think, one You're here. saying you don't feel this is intentional. You, you're saying no, this is no. Yeah. This is coincidental. Which yeah. is worth because, commenting about. That absolutely does happen. I can't tell you I've I've had a, a number of times with posts even to social media, somebody call out, "Oh, have you seen this logo? It looks really similar." And I had no idea. No idea. Yeah. That absolutely yeah. happens. And, yeah. And now I I see I can see like I can see this F1 logo being designed without seeing that other logo. Yeah. I don't think there's and, and and when we go back to that Star Wars poster, I don't uh that that to me is completely inspired. Mm-hmm. Like you you have to say it it coincidentally that couldn't have been that could not have been done. The chances would have been so rare. Yeah. But this one to me, there's a lot of differences, but also too it's very simple. And I think you know, um, like, did any of you guys see the new House logo? You know, House is that uh, that app that you can buy yeah, I know furniture House. and stuff with. I've not seen the logo. Okay, so the, so the new one comes out, and 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 it's done by Pentagram, and it's done by the big wigs that you know cost a hundred grand just to get through the door. But it's it it is the most simple, like un unspecific logo I've ever seen. So the chances of that being someone coming out now and saying, "Hey, we did a house." That looks like an H before. Yeah. So as we get more simpler with these things and more minimal, I think the chances of an F1 like this being compared to something are much higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're, if we're stripping it down to just two lines, well, guess what? It's going to be out there somewhere. True. And I guarantee you, know? you if, if I were to do a search on like Shutterstock right now for F logo, mm-hmm. I guarantee yep. something very yes. similar to that would exist of almost everywhere yep. online. Of course. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and I think which this is, is more which, which conveys that it's available for free and out there if anybody wants it. Yeah. Well, that's not, but then that's not free, really, if it's on Shutterstock. Well, <laughs> you know you, that's I mean? not, I don't mean that in a literal sense. The, yeah. It is, if you, ha, if I don't mean that in a literal sense. Yeah. If you want, you, oh, the, you mean just free to see? Free to, to see. see, free, for, yeah. just like any other inspiration means in social media, like you pointed out. But then if you want to pay for this, mm-hmm. There's actually a lot of vector artwork out there that doesn't even have any disclaimers for licensing at all. I know. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a but, huge it's a huge gray area. Like mm-hmm. you know, who I, I, I wouldn't well, even know where to go with that. Like Yeah. There's it's and it's hard to get a trademark and all that. But but before we go further, yeah. let's talk about mm-hmm. you know the steps you can take as a designer to kind of minimize your chances of doing this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's <laughs> And it's yeah. involved. It's not, you know, it's it's pretty time intensive. So, um, you know, the first step I would say is when you when you're gathering all your inspiration, be very careful um, to to not take too much inspiration from any one design. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna be inspired, it whatever you do should be inspired from a several multiple sources. And I think that and how they come, how they interact, and how they combine. Yeah. Right. So you're not. You're right. You're not focusing on that one. Right. Because I think when you go mm-hmm. way too far with one, now you're just begging for trouble. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 
I would say that's the first. Interesting. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. and then what I would say, um, it's hard to do this before you get going because you can't just have a mental stockpile of every logo that's ever been designed. That's not realistic. Um, so yeah. what I would do is once you've designed all your logos from various inspiration points, multiple points, um, once the, the, the main contenders are decided on either, I would say by you before you deci- decide to show your client, um, yeah, and I, I guess we're just we're talking logos here, just for this example. But this applies yeah, to everything. It, it stems to everything for yeah. sure. So, for sure. But it, for logos, it really um, it, it's a kind of a pure instance of this. So what I would do is once you've got the the ones picked out, go on like a logo pond or logo lounge mm-hmm. and type in some keywords that describe these logos yes. and see what comes up, just to see like yeah because. Like, because those are pretty it's like well reverse. tagged and keyworded yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just make sure they're not too, um, you know, too uh, emblematic of what's already similar. Similar. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good. That's a good way to to check yourself in case the the coincidence happens, right? Because yeah. it's like, let's say you take it and you don't even look at inspiration and you come up with some great options to present doing what you just said will eliminate the chances of that happening. If by chance you've done something very similar that's out there. Yeah. And like, if you, if, you know, if it's like a typographic logo, like a lot of times it'll be like, you know, if, if it's a, if the company has, if it's like Hewlett Packard, like an HP logo, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. do, I would type into Google HP logo or you're right. You know, PP logo for Pied Piper and just see like yeah. what, Oh, I've, I've been, I've been binging, re-binging that show uh, right now. It's, but, it's coming back I soon, know. right? It, yeah. I know. All right, cool. But yeah, so I would do that. Just like if, if it's one of those things just to see, cause you'll, it'll come back with a million versions of that. Yeah. Or like, even if it's just yeah. an H logo, just type in H logo, see what's there. And then mm-hmm. you may have some extra work to do. If you find something yeah. that's too similar you may have to rework mm-hmm. it a little bit. Um, that is true. Yeah. And this one, this third step is a little crazy because it's it's not the easiest thing to do. I tried before we got on today. Um, use a trademark database online That's to double check. That's a tough check. one, yeah. Yeah, that, those are not the easiest to use. So um, Yeah. Legal departments know how to use those. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried too. And- yeah. I know. I have a client doing that right now with the logo we designed. And yeah. so they they sent it to their legal team and I'm like, go for it. Like yeah. this I feel it was perfect timing too with with knowing we were gonna talk about this. Yeah. That I was like, yeah, I'm gonna feel a lot better with this client knowing that there's nothing else out there like it. Right. Because I, I it's not even initials in a way. It's more of a mark and, and it reflects everything we've built when it came to the discovery. So I just want to make sure. And I felt great. I was like, let's do it. I hope nothing comes back because I don't that, – that, we don't know how to do that stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I've been through that process a few times. We're and artists. It's, it's always – there's always there are always hurdles, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just each, like names of company and everything each else. Each law, right? law yeah. firm group has different specifications that they require. It's interesting. Or like what, what, what is a red flag, right? Uh-huh. Like they're all different. Yeah. Which is, I get it, because it's subjective. You, yeah. You yeah. Can't Which is ironic because every law firm's website or logo looks exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> <laughs> totally right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> totally right. <laughs> but yeah, the, those so those database websites are like, I mean, it's that's the most Soviet yeah, web design or like usability like I've ever seen brain. in my life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like if the it's government like designed Google, that's what we'd have. <laughs> Just like very utilitarian, yeah, it, very hard to use. Um, it feels very. Is it was it called DOS? Is that the uh, the old uh, M, what was oh, the old M- Windows version? Yeah, Windows DOS, like That's DOS awesome. version. Oh yeah, it, it feels yeah. it. It looks like uh, war games. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. Not fun websites oh, no. to kind of try to figure out. Yeah, it's like it looks like the world's first website, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So then, what I would say in the end, if you end up finding something that you think is similar. There's a like. Just ask yourself: Is the similarity substantial enough to be a problem? So, yeah, you know what I mean by that is if there's if if your logo has a fox in it, and of course there's going to be a bunch of other logos with a fox in it, you have to ask yourself: Okay, how similar is this? You got to look at colors. You got to look yeah, at like yeah. line width. 
overall style. Like you'll know it when mm-hmm. you see it. You'll know if it's too mm-hmm. similar. And if you have any doubt, get a few eyeballs on it. Ask people. That's yeah. You know? I see a lot of people. Um, uh, certain people I follow on Twitter will post an option that, of what they're working on and say, "Hey, does anyone know of something that looks familiar or similar to this?" Yeah. Which there's a great test as well because it might be something that's out of your your wheelhouse or your bubble. Yeah. Um, so it's good to put that out there and see, you know, which is kind of cool. I think that's a great way to think about it. Help each other out mm-hmm. when it comes to our community, you know? Yeah. For Crowdsourcing sure. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, so that's, I know. Oh, sorry. I was going to say too, you know, what's funny. And I, I think we get to a point where we rush so fast cause we got to get a job done. Let's say, and we get right into it. And there's a big difference between going and sketching first and going straight into the computer first to do maybe let's, I know we're talking most specifically about logos, but I find when you go right into the computer stuff, you might mimic an inspiration much quicker and closer because you're graphic and you're, you're building things in illustrator. Right. But if you go to a sketchbook and you just start there, I think you get a more organic thing right from the very beginning. Yes. And, and, and like I, I bought a bunch of these, like just the simplest, little notebooks and, and keep one in every bag and every keep one at the desk just so I'm doing that more. Yeah. And I'm finding where you're getting, I think you just get a better end result regardless of being close to anything. Yeah. And, and then you're, you're, it's coming more from your inspiration and not so much the visual stuff that you're, you're catching. Yeah. Cause it's just too much. It's the just o- too much. The only problem with me going right to the sketch pad is then all my logos just look like stick people. So, it's like, <laughs> well, I need but, some help with the computer <laughs> or, dude, or a 3D right cube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> with a cool drop shadow, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like I can do drop shadows. Yeah. Just but, but, you know, I, I've seen what some some of the top guys have been sharing on even on like their skill shares and whatever. And you see, sketching is only for you, really. It's not for anybody else. So right. even if you can't do it, I'm not a good sketcher in any way, Speci- specifically uh, shapes and, and, and let's, let's say you're trying to do something that has maybe uh, a, the human silhouette or some kind of version in there. I, I'm, I suck at it, but at least it's a way of getting the, the, the idea out. And it, then, then you go to digital and you're much more original, I think, than if you were to go straight to digital. Right. Because we, we, build, we build so similarly that way. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know? It's worth it, it a shot. It comes natural, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, okay. So I, I and I try to I try to stress that with the students too because I can see them going right into vector, and they're doing something that they saw almost you know point for point on one of their inspiration pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sketch first, man. It's the it's I think that keeps us much more original as everybody is like doing the same look and feel. Yeah. I think look and feel is a thing to even talk about in plagiarism right it mm-hmm. does it just rem it does it remind you of something not so much point for point yeah but i you know but then i don't think we can call that plagiarism though like i think that's too yeah you, you'd never win in court with that like i feel like it's like a similar, <laughs> I know. like i know yeah 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 but I, I know a few people that go right down that route of let's go in that vibe yeah because of the inspiration but it doesn't fit the client you're working for. So like, right. like I think a lot of it, we always say d- design for the client and the client's customer. That's mm-hmm. 100% goal number one. So if you're doing that and you're, you're sketching and doing your inspiration, hopefully with all these checkpoints, you're s- making yourself a little safer for this happening by coincidence, right? Sure. Yeah, there's co- but if, coincidence if you rip something there, off, but you, yeah. but if you rip something off, you rip something off. Oh, hold on for a second. Hmm? That was weird. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! It's the damn uh, the the text thing coming through on the phone on the computer. Oh as well. man! <laughs> I somehow oh. was able to disable that. I don't know how I did it, but I I'm know. glad I was able to work it out. <laughs> hey, if you do it on the watch, it does it on everything else, right? Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed? That? Yeah. A little plug for the watch. But um, <laughs> so so that's how you can kind of do your homework and make it a little mm-hmm. less likely that you're going to rip someone else off. What do you do though if you feel like you've been ripped off? Um, you know, we've, I think have you we guys had, been through that. Ooh, I have not, uh, not I had something design. that was very close. I had something that was very close, but it was just posted by someone who was, um, I don't think it ever, it ever made it. It was more of a concept. 
Okay, and so you followed it enough to know that it wasn't. I, someone sent, yeah, someone sent it to me and said, "This looks awfully a lot like something you did." Okay, and so, and I just I reached out and I had a a a, a bit of a good conversation with them, and everything was fine. It was never, it wasn't everything, anything used for their client. Yeah, it was just posted. Okay. Um, but I I know that feeling because I think we've you yeah. know I could say up until a few years ago there were a few times where I was getting heavily influenced by other stuff and if someone called me out on it I'd have to say yeah I think I did you know it's like sometimes you're put pressed for time and you're you're you think it works well so that was the only other that was the only time it came close to any anything else I don't know what else I would have done if it got anything higher I think that's when you get your client involved let's say um, yeah. You know, if it's something you've already done and published, sure. Yeah, because it'll upset them you know? enough to make, file a claim of some kind. Mm-hmm. Probably. I've had it happen to me where it's only the colors that were swapped. The design was exactly the same. Really? What did you do? And How I'm did you handle that? To, I'm referring to the emblem of the lockup, not you know, of course the. Was it? A, it was a logo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what? What? What were the circumstances? What happened? How'd you deal um, with it? It wound up that my client did not end up selecting the one concept that was that I shared and published that somebody took Uh, so I couldn't fight it because it's it was just a concept that was rendered and not and not selected for final design but it was several 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 months later that I saw it yeah that's crazy I mean I don't think that might be an interesting sub discussion topic is there's no, nothing worth chasing at that point. Do you agree? Yeah. I, I left mean, it alone. What, yeah. So then it's a matter of personal, did uh-huh. it, 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 you know, are it's, you, it's all conceptual. Can you, yeah. If you're fine, if you're fine with it, that it didn't get out there and it didn't personally affect you, you, most of us could probably move on. But I think yeah. the only reason to continue it would be if, if it was, if you personally felt like robbed. Yeah, I think. Oh, I would yeah. definitely send an email just to like let you know that I know kind of yeah, email. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I, really I see right. you. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. But, that's that's it should be done. Yeah. And I think it, anybody in that situation should do that. Yeah. For sure. And I, I'm not aware of anyone ripping off anything design wise for me. I mean, maybe they have, but I, I don't. They could be anywhere. Who knows? But what I have found yeah. is. This is more of a, a text-based thing. So basically on my one version of my website, I was doing a, an audit just to make sure there's no duplicate mm-hmm. content. And there I found no less than about 20 websites that were stealing my verbiage on my website ah. from front to back, like entire wow. paragraphs of text, um, which – that goes. That's exactly along the right lines of this conversation. Oh well, yeah. Except, God. except that's that's even worse because that's not even you didn't. We're not inspired by you me. You didn't even try. You copied you and try. pasted yeah. my yeah. exact yeah. verbiage. Did you and I, do anything? Did you? Yes, I emailed them and told them take it down today. And I wasn't even nice Good. about it because I don't think that that's that's Did a different story than yeah. Why well, I, I said if you don't because there's there's laws like uh, your mm-hmm. hosting company. If if you have violated a copyright or a trademark, and um, you know your your web host is under obligation to remove your site, if it's not yeah. so, I tell them like your site will be taken down if you don't get rid of it. Um, not because I was upset necessarily, but it's because um, there's a such thing as duplicate content in Google's eyes. Where if uh. if you have the same written content as other sites. Um, Google may show their site above mine in a search. Uh-huh. Got it. You know, uh-huh. so ah, there you go. Yeah, and you did the work, and you you crafted that to your right. You know your message, and and sometimes if if anything, that even feels worse. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. that's a lot. That that's if, if it was front to back like that, yeah. copied. What a what a ripoff. Well, and I think and I think a few of them actually kind of took more than the the copy i think some of them took mm-hmm. some of the images not maybe oh. not portfolio images but like just the background the backgrounds and, of the and, site i'm trying to remember that but it was definitely text i definitely remember that yeah. but um what a trip yeah so there's a few things to, to keep in mind so mikkel kind of you just alluded to this a bit ago um so 
when you feel like you've been ripped off, there's a few things you have to weigh it against. So if you don't have, so the way the law looks at it, you can have an actual copyright claim if your design has been used and seen in the public eye for seven years. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what the law goes by. Established for a seven year term. I thought that was kind of long. Do you? Yeah, I do too. I feel like if it's been out. I wonder, is that based off of like, years ago like oh it almost have to be changed and and reevaluated now yeah (laughs) i think i think that That could be should be seven days i think that refers to if you never went through the steps of getting a trademark like if you just Uh, published it and it was out there there, it's kind of like common law marriage like you're not really married you're living checking up for 10 years you're married yeah okay gotcha you know okay it's that kind of thing so um, you're going to have a really hard time. And like in your case, Mikkel, where it's just kind of in your portfolio, not really seen, even if you published it one time somewhere online, um, you know, if it's not really out there attached mm-hmm. to a brand, it's hard to prove that, that intent. So I guess in, in that situation, it just means that it, you, it's yours and you own it. It's not admitting that the other person copied it. It's just, it's just saying you were there first. And yeah. and mm-hmm. you win, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if that makes sense, right? Yeah, uh, I think you know. I th- it's I think the point here is just it's very hard to win something like mm-hmm. this. So, and and I think it's it's got to be pretty expensive to litigate and oh, to can't imagine to go yeah. after it. So, I mean, my my advice for anyone listening who feels like they might be ripped off, like I don't know what if you can't do anything about it, you may just want to write an email to them and let them know you yeah. know. And well, there's calling them out. Them I think down. the yeah. the the, commu- the community has really um, backed anybody who has put stuff out there like that. Yeah, look at the attacks on like H and M. They've been almost uh, nonstop just taking you know intellectual property and taking graphics and and point by point putting it on their own stuff and not giving artists credit. Oh yeah. Cause they like um, kind of ripped off t-shirt designs, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Old Navy's done it. Kohl's has oh, done it. Right. And, and a lot of times it, it comes from these guys who are some of the number one, just uh, folks out there doing stuff on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And they, what's happening is some small companies making it, printing it, selling it. Kohl's buys it and distributes it, but they don't do the, the check of the, of the, uh, the, the, the creativity, the, you know, the plagiarism. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it goes to the masses because if you're going in Kohl's, you're making millions of those shirts, right? Mm-hmm. So someone's going to find it and then it's called out. And so yeah. it's interesting to see how many people are putting this out there and saying, Hey, um, on Twitter and whatever. And even if they aren't a, a big person or have a huge following, others have slowly been getting on board with them and saying, Hey, let's, ri- let's rise us to the top and call this company out. Cause they, and then they are coming out and saying, we didn't know we're apologists and they're taking it off shelves immediately. So yeah. action can happen. I, I think even regardless of your status and who you are, as long as uh, we kind of understand that and the, the crowd gets behind you. Yeah. You know? And I wonder how good those uh, reverse image searches can be in terms yeah. of yeah. finding I this. Like if, I don't, like if Disney yeah. were to just take those posters and run them through that, I wonder if it would have come yep. back with the other. Yeah. Poster. That's a good point. I think it has. That I would even almost love to try that and see if it works because we did that just the other day. We we someone someone listening do it and uh and tweet us about it. Yeah. Hashtag DGDC. Let us know if it came back with it. Well, now it might be a little bit. The results might come up with it because there's so many comparisons on different websites of the two. But. You never know. We re- we tried to reverse it, and we found because we were using an image that we actually wanted to end up buying. It came through on an inspiration shot, and we were like, "Hey, why recreate this? Let's find the artist and find it." Couldn't find. We found it, but it was one of those wallpaper things that has been used oh. on all these different uh. things, and there was no credit to the artist in any oh, way. Really? So, uh, for the reps. but we were, it, <laughs> but yeah, but we found it. Uh, yeah, but we're 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 gonna recreate it. You we're not found gonna, it. We're not gonna. You, yeah. Wow. We found it, but without ownership. Not with no ownership. It was. So we, we that was a red flag right there. That it's it obviously can't be used, and we can't find permission to use it. Mm. So we're we're gonna be inspired by it, and and hopefully recreate something worthy. You know. Yeah. So it was more of like a background illustration, like texture. But again, I I wouldn't want to. 
just say we can use it because it was able to be it was able to be found reverse engineered on the Google uh, yeah. search, which is the paper trail kind of good a mile long. I know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're going to get you. Yeah. All right, cool. So I've just got a few. I want to ask you guys a few things like just to mm-hmm. gauge where we're at opinion wise. So what about um, co- what if you just you saw a color palette you liked on a website and you just ripped yeah. off the color palette? I won't say ripped off because I don't want to color the, but like if you mm-hmm. liked a color combination, what are your thoughts? Is that plagiarism to take that color combination? What do we think? I don't think so. I don't, I, I think it's yeah. again, to be inspired by it is one thing. Mm-hmm. If I've ever done that, I've always tweaked it to mesh along the lines of what we've established as maybe the goal. So I'll be inspired by them, but I don't think I've never done it like color for color. Okay. I don't know. I but have you're done right. that. It's like such a, I have it's such that. a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I, I, I wouldn't say it's plagiarism because you're taking one element. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. Yeah. 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 Like I definitely have found like a, like several color combinations in my life where it's on a site or something. It's like this, this is a, such a strong color combination. Yeah. I'm going to use it. And it doesn't end up looking the same because it's applied no, to a the different design. Is yes. different. Design. Think, so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I I know a few artists who have said they've come right out and say, yep, I've stolen palettes from these people, whatever. And hmm. what, what bothers me, though, in a way, is there are these there are some individuals out there that are just masters at picking and creating these incredible color palettes. Now, maybe they stole them from someone else. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But the, I think it's the same idea as like the copy, like they, they put some time and effort into making those. Um, can we just take them as is and incorporate them into our designs? It's a good, it's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So along the same lines, what about a type typographic combination? Yeah. So two fonts on a website, mm-hmm. like two, yeah. two, fa- two typefaces that are together and they look really great together. What about just taking those two fonts and putting them on your site? Mm-hmm. Plagiarism or not? If- are you saying more display type font yeah. or more body? Let's say there's a website yeah. that has a, with some character, a, partic- some character. a particular uh, font for the headline mm-hmm. and then a different font for body. And you like that combination. Yeah, I can think and of you... a scenario where on creative market, for example, I see mm-hmm. that I can buy, I can, I can purchase a font family that I love and that it pairs nicely with what they have showcased Mm-hmm. Um, they show some really good shit on there. I don't <laughs> I know. know the secondary font <laughs> utilized, but that is, I, I try to search real hard for one that's similar. Yeah. I've definitely done that. And that's I like, not a I logo agree, I agree with what you said. That yeah. they're, that yeah. they're, that they're sh- featuring. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's almost like a recommendation. Hey, look, look at this. This looks good. And I agree. <laughs> Mikel, use this. Use this. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I No, what you said, totally I, I would do in a second, in a heartbeat. But I think, Wes, what you were saying too is like if uh, two exact fonts being used because you like the way they look and you're – and I guess it depends on the application of it. Like you said, Mikel, mm-hmm. if it was a logo lock lockup – I feel that's too. Um, yeah. I have to be. I should be more more original with that. And and again, it has to follow the guidelines of what we've established this brand should be, not what I find together. Even if it's a perfect example, but maybe on a web and in body copy and a nice in some kind of a layout for a, a brochure or something printed, uh, maybe they're they're fonts that, that are truly created. They're not. It's not like you're taking raw art. It's a font available yeah. for you. Yeah. So I'd be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> there's my there's my short answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can't say I've ever done that specifically. I may have, but I can't think of, of having done that. But yeah, I, I wouldn't think that's plagiarism. I think it's but again, it's taking an element, it's taking some it's taking inspiration and then how you apply that yeah. to your own design is up to you. Yeah. I, I would, would say, say though would say. to young to younger designers and students to challenge yourself and don't not that any of us have the, oh, the yeah. freedom do to do as we say not as fonts. we do yeah yeah exactly but, we, we're but in the seniority when, when I hear us <laughs> come on totally but when I hear a student say oh my god I, how do you how do you learn font combinations like like that's such a cool combination I, I wish I can pick two together so don't go straight into 
copying and using what you see out there. Yeah. Challenge yourself to to put to know what two fonts work together. What to what where where they have to vary. I think that's that's an art. Yeah, that we should know. Absolutely. You know? Okay, final question for you guys. So, mm-hmm. how close will you ever let yourself come to that line of plagiarism? Like, can you think of an example of something oh. that you've done that might be borderline? Like, maybe this is too close, but you don't think you've actually crossed the line. Is do you have anything you can think of like that's that? That's the hardest. That's the hardest thing to define. Yeah, I think, and I think if you were to draw right in the middle of fully copying and zero inspiration, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm yeah. trying to lead more towards the zero in, uh, influence there. And if I go, I, I think I think it's hard to, I think we all have to individually come up with our own threshold there. But uh, I, I'm trying to shoot more to that other side where uh, there's no similarity okay. to anything that it was, at least in my, in my inspiration, in my research, you know? Yeah. And, and again, it, it's truly why I started doing all these little, sketches because it's like i feel like that's i'm not going to get something close to what i saw if i'm sketching first you know for the logos particularly yeah that is true what 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 do you think how close will you get and and let's stick with logos because i think they they represent a company as such a whole yeah yeah. and you sure you know yeah so for me for me the way i oh sorry (laughs) mikhail you go you go first no 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 it's okay i i think that I mean, the only reason I've moved forward with a concept is because it's safe to me, but somebody might recognize that it's very similar to something mm-hmm. that they're familiar with and argue differently. I, I don't know. I would, sure. I would hope not. You could, yeah. But yeah, if I'm running a business here. I'm running didn't... a licensed business yeah. here. I wouldn't want to mess that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. Same, exactly. And yeah. if someone brought it to your attention and you had no idea that it even existed, at least in your, your heart, you know. I'm sorry. I didn't, I, it, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. You know? Totally. So you're right. I, I think it's, it's how you, it's how you, uh, um, approach that. If it, if it, if it ever came to you that it was right. very similar, but you, you know, in your heart, if you did or not. Yeah. But like, you know, Wes has said a couple of times today, if something's brought to court, you can't, you can't mm-hmm. win a case by saying, well, in my heart, this is what I believed was going, that's not going to do shit for you. So it's yeah. like, you know, from a technical standpoint, where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Wes? Where would you draw that line in the like a logo design? Yeah. So for me, what I, I, this has come up in the show before, where I think I've said this. Like sometimes I will find something that I am very inspired by, and I, mm-hmm. I may start going down the the road of coming close to it, but I never get there because I always something else always intervenes and I always mm-hmm. find something else to do that changes it. Um, very much yeah. organically, I find. Like, it's not... Yep. Uh-huh. Try as I might... It's not forced. Try it's not as forced. I might to rip people no, off. Yeah. It, it never seems <laughs> to actually happen because there's always there's always something else that'll kind of push it in another direction for me. Yeah. Which is good. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I like... Um, doing websites so much because mm-hmm. there's so many elements Yes, you can never really it, get too close. I mean, unless you're just literally like copying a website, it's very hard yeah. to get close to another website because there's so many elements on yeah. the page. Yeah. There's no focus of one, one element, right? One mark. Yeah, yeah. Which I think keeps me honest in a lot of ways. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, and I think that's, yeah, I, I think what one thing I heard and I, I was trying to find the uh, quote, uh, before this episode, because I think it sums it up really well, but it's this idea that anything plagiarized or copied is never applauded, rewarded, or or renowned. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it's so. Think of it that way. It's like we've all been there. We've all been in that situation of being tempted. Let's say, yeah, you know, <laughs> to but, be like heavily influenced. Yeah. But there's a reason that one's being influenced because of it breaking ground, because of it being original. Yeah. And being dead on with what was needed for that particular project. So, sure. If you if you if you don't want to be recognized, rewarded, and elevate your career, don't do it. You know what I mean? Because those are never celebrated. Yeah. The copies. And just to pl- look at look at yeah. Go just ahead. to play devil's advocate with that. Um, what I mm-hmm. will say this is where it gets a little tricky. I can't believe it didn't come up till now. But with yeah, because we've been talking a lot about logos, but with web design especially. Um, 
it's hard to go too far in a creative direction. And I've, I've talked on the show before about how you kind of don't want to do that. Like we talk about those designers portfolio sites that are just so out of left field and crazy. Yes, they're incredibly unique, but now they're also very hard to use. And like with websites, there is a shorthand Mm -hmm. that has been established over years and years because certain UI principles work. So that's why it is hard doing what I do to kind of come up with a unique approach when you really have to stick with what's tried and true also. So that's where things can get tricky. Um, It's so much more uh, targeted and narrowed down. Because we we have so many split tests available to us to see what the results were. And to deviate from that split test would be kind of stupid because we know that this works, this doesn't work. So of course you got to go with this thing that does work. And then how within that, how do you kind of make it unique within Mm -hmm. that framework? So um, yeah, gray areas all around for sure. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But man, interesting, it's a good one. interesting conversation, guys. But um, yeah, we have a listener question to get to. But before we do, let's talk fresh books, baby. <laughs> you know, like I've been we've been talking fresh books. And if you're not yet a customer of fresh books, what are you thinking? You like sending invoices? You like designing invoices every time? Having no record of them updating automatically in the cloud? It's ridiculous. Come on. I'm, I'm as, <laughs> Who are I'm you? I'm ashamed of all of you. <laughs> no, but FreshBooks, they make it easy. Like here's And FreshBooks will, they basically just, you can just plagiarize all your invoices all day long. Make copies. Because <laughs> they're yours. Exactly. Send the copies. <laughs> so yeah, so FreshBooks is amazing. You you can upload your logo. They pull the brand colors it makes sense. Very branded, professional-looking invoices in under, you know, just two clicks, thirty seconds. You can send it out, and you get paid within one day, sixty percent of the time. They, their mathematicians have figured that one out. So, and what else can you do with FreshBooks? They basically have a projects feature, which kind of makes it act like a. You know, it's, it's kind of a like project, Slack. yeah, like a project management mm-hmm. feature. Like you can share files um, with your clients, contractors, if you have them. Um, and all those conversations live in one place within the platform. Um, they keep record of your receipts come tax time, which is amazing. Um, yeah, so we love FreshBooks. We've been with them for so long now. And it is about time you got on board as well. So to that end, we've got a 30-day unrestricted free trial for you. So go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. Once again, 30 free days. Go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and then enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. All right. So we have we asked for those audio questions and boy did we get them. We have we have a few to pick. Nice. From we got here. a few. Yeah, we do. Good deal. Yeah. So um, this one this week comes to us from Kim. So let's take a listen. Hey, guys. Love the podcast. My name is Kim, and I have a career question for you guys. So my background is in film and video, and I've spent the last five or six years working in different management and leadership positions in this industry. Most recently, I've been managing for the last three and a half years now a pretty large creative team, mostly video producers, editors, and animators. But for the last year or so, I've been learning design, and I've totally fell in love, and I'm really excited about making a career change. So my question for you is, how do I best position myself? Because I'm a newbie designer, but I do have a decent amount of experience managing in a related creative field. So right now I'm looking at taking a year off to do freelance design work and travel, uh, partly to build my design skills. And um, I'm wondering what kind of jobs make sense for me to pursue when I'm freelancing like this. And also what type of positions should I be pursuing when I get back to the traditional workforce? Thanks. This is a great question. So basically you come from a, like a video background. You want to get into mm-hmm. the design world. Um, so what advice can we give you here? Um, my best advice would be dive in, embrace your video background. Um, I think that there's such a demand right now for animated design, um, video bumpers, anything like that. 
I preach video all the time. Motion, motion, motion graph. That's just a, motion. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Motion graph. That's the yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, there's so many different applications for this. You know, um, I would definitely niche into that because. You know, honestly, there's there's a lot of designers out there, but if you can niche and come up with something that you can draw on your past experience from to be ahead of the game, do that. That would be my best advice. What do you guys think? Uh, it sounds like she's so she's she got the taste of design and wants to kind of she's been flip in the everything and say altogether along. Uh, most of but her- wants to go design yeah. and not so much account and managing. Sounds like she was managing a lot of these yeah. uh, video folks, yeah. Yeah. right? So she's going to take that time off, do this. And I, hey, that's great that she's uh, figured out like the game plan a little bit. Like take the time off, learn the design well, process, and right? Emotionally Free- and freelance figured and travel. out what she's passionate about. A lot of people awesome. don't get that's there. That's awesome. Yeah. Half the half the battle. You figure that part out. Yeah. So all I would say is that when you go back into this field and let's say you're going into motion, let's say you're going into design, whatever it is, you're obviously probably not you're gonna be going in at a manager level. You're gonna probably take a step down in that. But I would use the every I wrote a few things down. So she's already she's learned how to deal with timelines, meetings, under pressure. She's representing creatives, which is a really yeah tough thing so use all the things that you have already in your management skills to say what what better of a designer you'll be because designers coming in with not a lot of of business background you'll shine way above them so maybe you won't get that manager job right off the bat and it sounds like you don't want that it sounds like you want to get right into designing so this sounds use all those things yeah this sounds like what a perfect fit for um just going right into starting up your own little boutique yeah motion graphics yeah. studio right you know because you kn- if you've got that because that's the thing that most designers are missing is that piece where they're the great with savvy. the business and they're great with clients mm-hmm. if you have all that under your belt and you can design yeah yeah there's there's gonna be no use stopping that you, bread so. butter to initiate yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah because I, I would never i don't like to kind of push any young people who haven't even had the first job yet to go straight into freelance because right. of that one thing they're missing. They don't have the business side yeah. of working with people and meetings. And like, yeah. let's face it, how I'm on email more than any other application <laughs> all day right, long. Right. That's all we do. You know, it's right. the, you supplement it with the other stuff. So the fact that she's already there and you're right. So maybe in this time off and you're trying your own gig before you start looking for a job, that could be the thing you really stick with. You might not even be looking for a job down the road. But if you do, just use all those those benefits and those positives that you already have that uh, someone else you'd be competing with does not have probably. Yeah. You know? And they might they might like the fact that you have some season and you're 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 coming back to your roots and you want to do something more creative. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a good win-win, I think in a lot of ways. And it's great cuz you found a niche. Like, and I mm-hmm. hope you use that yeah. because you can yeah. still do all the design. You can be as creative as you want with design within that niche. And so many designers struggle forever finding what that what niche they want to be know. in. Right. And that they, right. that's a great one. So, But she's run into an awesome problem. Like, she can take the year off and figure it out. Sorry. She's been working. She's had some success. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. a lot of us can't do that. We got to right. continue to work the grind. Um, and fortunately for us three, we love what we do, but I just think that, I think that's the the biggest positive of her question is that she's like, you know, I want to tap more into graphic design component of this industry mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah. But yeah. she's been directing the show for a while. There's nothing that there's nothing holding her back from continuing with the, with creative direction while she taps into this different part of mm-hmm. of, of the design world altogether so yeah, utilize absolutely. that take advantage of that role you know oh and it will be 100 percent obvious to anybody she talks or totally. interviews with that she has that background yeah it, you know it when someone doesn't have it so yeah the she'll, lingo she'll shine so much with that of yeah. course mm-hmm. so build up your portfolio kim like get some stuff that you design yeah. um Get that website up because, you know, obviously that's important. Um, just have a lot of different styles in there and you're on your way. 
Cool. Yeah. All right. So keep sending in those listener questions to questions at the deep end And of course we love our audio questions and try to make them specific, please. We did get, um, there's a few that I'm probably just not going to be able to get to. Cause if, if your question is just, you want to get into design where do you start? You know, we've covered it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. But anyway, yes, if you've got something nice and specific we can sink our teeth into and we feel like we can do a good job of answering it, we will certainly try. So where can do you guys want to throw out some plugs? We haven't done the where can we find you online in a while. Do you guys want to Oh my god. Throw out a plug. That's right. Yeah. Gosh, where am I right well, now? Everybody knows. <laughs> That's old news. All right. Yeah, you know where to find You'll, us. <laughs> Nothing new is popped the old up Google. Since You'll figure it out. <laughs> With that in mind, keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast.